Welcome back to the 100K Stylist Podcast. I'm your host, Ronnie Morgan, CEO of the 100K Stylist. And this is a podcast for independent or aspiring independent hairstylists who are ready to take control of their lives and businesses and make shit happen. So this week's episode is near and dear to my heart, and it may possibly be, I would say, the most important episode that I've recorded so far. Because without all of the stuff that we're going to talk about today, um, you're going to really struggle in every way, not just in your business. So today's episode is about mindset, as you probably gathered from the title. Um, And I'm going to go ahead and start by saying you cannot make six figures if you don't believe you can. And over the years, I've done a lot of, you know, digging into the law of attraction and manifesting and all of these different things. And while I think there's a lot of bullshit out there, pertaining to the subject matter. Um, There's also a lot of really important things and really solid advice that is going to change your life if you allow it to. Um, And one of those things is your mindset. So, you know, let's, let's start by checking in to where yours is right now. So if I was standing in front of you and I said to you, you are going to make $100,000 this year. What is your reaction? Do you believe me? Do you feel excited? You know, are you like shouting out like, hell yeah, I am. Or is it more doubtful? You know, do you immediately start thinking about all the reasons why that's actually completely unrealistic? Um, You know, did you feel like a dread rise in your chest because you're like, I don't even know how I'd make that happen? Um, You know, or did you think also like, oh God, if I make $100,000 behind the chair, then I'm going to have to be working constantly. You know, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to have to work more because I know you're probably already working a shit ton anyway. I get it. You know, and that, that 100K, it feels like an impossibly large number sometimes. You know, at least it did to me before I got there. Um, you know, but the whole point, and I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again now, uh, to making more money behind the chair is not that you're working more hours. And I actually was uh, recently reading an article this week um, about a stylist out of Houston that makes $600,000 a year. And I opened the article and I'm thinking, okay, there's got to be a catch here. Like, she's working behind the chair. There, she's got to have other streams of income. Like, something else has to be happening for her to be making that kind of money behind the chair. So I'm watching the video and she's being interviewed. And, you know, she's talking about how, you know, important things that I agree with. Like, about how you need to look the part and, you know, you need to be consistent and you need to do this and do that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And, and then they finally get to the point where they ask her about her work schedule. And she's working six to seven days a week, taking 20 to 25 clients a day. And then she says that her biggest moneymaker is haircutting. Full stop. Haircutting? That's your biggest moneymaker? She says she takes haircuts every like 20 to 25 minutes. She's got a new client in her chair. So I just want you to sit on that for a minute. This woman is working at a minimum five days a week, but she made it a point to say, but she also works six and sometimes seven days a week, taking 20 to 25 clients per day. This is a commission salon. She's been working there for 20 years. And I'm just, the second she said it, I'm like, and end scene. (laughs) Because I'm telling you, 
But first of all, I did not make $600,000 behind the chair. I made over 100000 which was plenty of money for me. But I was also working like four days a week, sometimes four and a half to five days a week. And, you know, three of those days were longer days, like nine or ten hour days. Um, but I sure wasn't working seven days a week, ever, ever. So I, this was kind of a tangent, which I get off on sometimes, but if that's part of the reason that you hear six figures and, and take pause, it does not have to be like that. You can make 100000 you know, even between hundred and $200,000 behind the chair without working yourself into the ground. You're not going to do that as a commission stylist. I mean, unless you're in a very unique situation, um, but it's doable. And I think that's what I really want you guys to start understanding is that you can make this kind of money. You can get yourself out of this paycheck to paycheck spiral that you're in. So getting back on track um, to what we're talking about today. Before I go on though, I do want to strongly encourage you to buy a book and it's called You Are a Badass with Money by Jen Sincero. And it's a total game changer. Um, I've been reading it lately. It was referred to me by my coach and I am absolutely, it's like you guys, it's become like my Bible. Like, <laughs> like this book has just completely renewed my sense of determination and motivation. It's making me um, remember who I am and how powerful I am and just really getting me to just get back on track because I, like everyone else, struggle sometimes with keeping my mindset where it needs to be so that I can be my most successful self. Um, because it's tough, you know, it's, it's not like a linear thing and it's something that takes practice. So if you're not a reader, get the audiobook. either way, find it, digest it, make it part of your daily life. Um, again, it's called You Are a Badass with Money by Jen Sincero, which I hope I'm saying her last name right. Well, if not, I apologize. Um, okay, so brief story on topic this time. <laughs> um, so I had been behind the chair in Indianapolis for about four years and I had gotten to the point where I was just feeling totally trapped. I was living paycheck to paycheck and it was like, it was like my entire life revolved around whatever salon I was working at. And, and I felt miserable. Like I, I hated feeling like other people had control over how I spent my time. And it drove me insane that someone else got to dictate how I spent my time when there wasn't a client in my chair, you know, because working for someone else's business comes with a, a wide range of expectations. And personally, I had gotten to the point where I was resenting it. You know, I, I hated the salon drama. Um, you know, I hated that it was like, well, if you've got an hour and a half in your day, like you just have to, you know, stay busy, sweep you know, do shop duties and things like that. And, and while it is very important for you to contribute to the space that you're in, I also felt like this is such a waste of time. And all we really have is time in, in life and how we're using it, you know, and I was feeling like this, this animal in a cage, like I just felt like I could be doing so much with my life and with my time if I could control when I was doing what. Um, you know, and because I felt so trapped, it was like, I, I honestly was starting to grow tired of doing hair. Like I was like, I just don't even know if I want to do this anymore. Um, 
So I knew that I needed to change, but I didn't know what it would be. So I started exploring these various options. I was thinking, did I want to go back into teaching for Aveda, which I had years before? Did I want to go into booth renting, maybe a loft? Um, you know, I spent, I spent time online looking up options and pricing things out and talking to various people, but none of it was just, it, none of it was feeling right. And it, nothing was clicking. Like it just felt like I was, I was going to be making this lateral move. And while sometimes those can be helpful, I, I just wasn't where I was at. So one day, I, you know, I was, I was behind the chair foiling away on a client and I'm, I'm lost in my thoughts about what my next move is going to be. And, you know, my whole career, I'd given just a, a resounding, like, hell no. Anytime someone asked if I wanted to own a salon, I just was like, no, it's too much work that I'm not interested in. It's, it's too much babysitting, too much of employees not caring as much as I would, you know, just too much drama. Um, but that day, as I was working on my client's hair, I had a new thought enter my mind. And it was... What if owning a salon didn't involve partners or employees? What if I could have my very own salon, not a booth, not a loft that's, you know, sitting among other lofts, but my own little space tucked away somewhere downtown where I could do my own thing? And I'm like, it was like this aha moment. And, and you know, it seems like, like, why would I have not thought of this before? And yet there it was. And so then that thought was immediately followed by, you know, where would I even do that? which then led to a succession of other thoughts that guided me to looking up a building in my neighborhood and finding out it was owned by someone who I actually had a connection with, which then led me to writing an email. And the rest is history. So the most important thing I want you to pay attention to in that story and take away from it is that if um, nothing would have happened if I hadn't had first allowed my mind to be open to the possibility of something different. I did not have all the answers. You know, I just knew I needed to change. And it, it honestly took me months of being in that position before I landed on this idea that then turned into immediate action. You know, so the moment that I had this thought of like, oh, like a micro salon, I just took off like a rocket and jumped into action. Because the thing you have to understand is that manifesting what you want to see in your life isn't about sending up a prayer and then sitting on your ass. It's about declaring what you want and then getting to work. One step follows another, follows another, and before you know it, you're standing right in front of what you've been asking for. You know, the, the universe responds to action. And that's how, like, for me, you know, I'm, I'm conspiring with the universe all the time by saying, like, I want this. I want to see this happen in my life. I want this much money to show up by this time, and this is what I'm gonna do with that money. And I'm very specific. But the biggest piece is that once I've declared what I want, I get to work. You can't just expect it to happen. So I could sit here all day and tell you that I wanna make 100 grand this year, but if nothing changes in my actions, nothing's gonna change in my bank account. I won't be any closer to that 100 grand by the end of this year than I am now. Start, becoming a six-figure earner starts with your mind. So, do you believe that your current situation is your forever situation? You know, if you're living paycheck to paycheck right now, are you doing more than complaining about it and feeling defeated? Or are you actively executing a plan to get out of it? You know, are you feeling so lost in it that you've put your head down and you're just grinding your way through the days, you know, without any hope 
or action toward change? You know, are you spending your free time numbing out to the fact that you feel like you're drowning? Or are you actively working towards changing your current circumstances? You know, if nothing has changed six months from now, are you okay with that? I had a coach ask me that once, um, my first business coach I ever hired. And I'm like, well, no, the fuck, I wouldn't be okay with that. <laughs> you know, it was like, of course I wouldn't be okay with that. So if your answer is also no, you wouldn't be okay with that, then I challenge you to look at what steps you're actively taking to make these changes. I understand intimately what it feels like to feel like you're drowning in your current circumstances. It sucks and it's depressing and it feels defeating. I get it and I see you, but I'm telling you that you're never gonna find land if you're not fighting like hell to get your head above the water and start taking a look around. And if you're over here feeling like you're treading water, what are you doing? Start swimming, pick a direction and go. You're already expending energy to tread, so you might as well start putting some miles between you and the spot you seem so afraid to leave. You know, you've got to find a way to change your perspective. Your current circumstances are not your forever circumstances unless you decide they are. So if you're sitting here like, well, this is it, nothing's gonna change, so I better just get used to it, then you're right, you better get used to it. If what you're doing hasn't been working, then it's time to try something new. You know, I've, I've spent my fair share of time feeling like a victim of my circumstances, like so many times, you know, woe is me, I've got student loan debt. Woe is me, my joints are deteriorating. Woe is me, I can't afford to go on vacation. Woe is me, I can't afford my $500 rent. Woe is me, my ex is a serial cheating sociopath. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I could go on, but you get the point. I've had plenty of moments when things I thought I was building blew up in my face and left me feeling like everything was falling apart. Shit happens. It never stops happening. And if you can't get a hold of yourself and declare that enough is enough, you'll never make any progress. You know, you've got to reach a point where you recognize when something sucks and then start looking for ways to productively move forward. Terrible things are going to happen. They happen all the time. But I promise if you look hard enough, you can find something productive to walk away with. You know, I would never wish upon anyone this like massive load of shit that my ex dropped on me. It was one of the most horrible experiences of my life and I had to fight like hell to get myself back on solid ground afterward. But I, and I, I never wanna go through that again. But it also helped fuel me into becoming the woman that I am today. You know, the one who finally decided that enough was enough and took huge leaps towards creating the life she really wanted. When we're put through horrible situations, there's always something to learn. There are always countless ways to grow and move forward. You know, you get to decide, you know, is it gonna be victimhood or is it gonna be victory? You cannot control everything that happens to you, but you can control your reaction to it and how you use your experiences to shape your life. So that shape can be beautiful and bold and strong, or it can be a shapeless pile of shit, like it's up to you. You know, if you've had enough of your current circumstances, what are you doing about it? You know, and maybe you're here reading this blog, that's a step. You know, if you're riddled with self-doubt, then I challenge you to take five minutes and consider what might happen if you're wrong about what you can accomplish. You know, what if you can become a six-figure earner behind the chair? 
What if you can stop living paycheck to paycheck? What if you can create the life you've been dreaming of? You can. Our brains are hardwired to see the negative. You know, they're wired to see what could go wrong. It's a survival mechanism and it's limiting. It's so limiting. You know, it's challenging as hell to get yourself to the habit of reframing these thoughts into what could go right, but it's worth the effort. And, and that's what I would challenge you to say. I'm like, okay, but if you start trying these things, what could go right? Forget about what could go wrong. You know, or use these thoughts your brain's coming up with, these like worst case scenarios and use it as fuel to find solutions. You know, when you feel negative self-limiting thoughts creep in, make a conscious effort to, re to, to rewrite them, to reframe them. You know, when you, when you catch yourself thinking like, who am I to think I'm, to think I'm good enough to make $100,000 doing what I love? But sweetheart, who are you not to? You can do anything if you want it badly enough and if that want is translated into actions. You know, taking that leap of faith in yourself might be the scariest thing you ever do, but you were created to do hard things. You know, I barely had three digits in my bank account when I decided to open my salon. I had no savings. I got denied for the personal loan I applied for, but I didn't give up. And then lo and behold, I got another personal loan. And, you know, though that personal loan had a super cringy interest rate, it was horrible. It was like 21% or something insane. I took it anyway because that was my in. And I knew I had to have enough faith in myself that I'd be able to pay it back. So I took it. And then two weeks before I was set to open, the bank messed up my business account and froze my money. So I had no access. So of course, cue all the rage. There was a lot of raging. There was a lot of very heated conversations with the bank. Um, but giving up was never an option I gave myself. I didn't have a plan B. Like I was in, I was all in. So I kept pushing forward, you know, and I kept, I just had this faith. I'm like, I'm on the right path. I just have to keep going. And sure enough, everything came together. I opened on time. I had all the supplies I needed. And then a year later, I paid off not only that loan, but also the majority of the other debt I'd been carrying around for several years. It all worked out. You have to keep moving forward because what other option is there? I believe in your ability to realize your dreams. I believe in your ability to make shit happen for yourself. And I sure as hell believe that you have everything you need to break free of your current circumstances. You have what it takes to earn six figures behind the chair. I promise you do. But honestly, my opinion doesn't matter. There's only one that does and it's yours. So that's what I have to stop and ask you. Do you believe in yourself? Do you have that faith in yourself and the universe or God or whatever your higher power being is to know that you are powerful enough to conspire with this entity and bring into your life everything that you're wanting to bring? Do you believe that? Do you have the motivation and the drive and the faith to put yourself in the position you need to be in in order to change your life? Time is going to keep moving along one way or another. 
you know, one way or another, it's going to be, you know, March 1st, 2020, regardless of what we do, the time is going to come. So why not start making changes now? So that way, when we're standing here a year from now, your life looks a whole lot different and a whole lot more like the one you've been dreaming of. Start now, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, start now, stop waiting and believe in yourself. Don't give up on yourself. Whatever you are doing and whatever you're motivated to do, keep going. It's going to be hard. Shit is going to be thrown at you. Keep going anyway. So I would love to know your thoughts on all of this. If you're feeling um, stuck, if you're feeling newly motivated, I want to know about it. So please, you know, find me on Instagram at the 100k stylist. Um, send me an email, ronnie at ronniemorgan.com. You know, connect with me. Let me know how you're feeling. Let me know what challenges you're having. I want to know. Um, so until next week, next, <laughs> until next week, loves. Bye.